Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. And today I have the privilege of hosting the outstanding Dr. David Carraway. He joined Nevro in 2014 and serves as Nevro's chief medical officer. Prior to joining Nevro, Dr. Carraway was the CEO of the Center for Pain Relief, Tri-State LLC, in partnership with St. Mary's Regional Medical Center in Huntington, West Virginia. Dr. Carraway has maintained an active medical practice for over 20 years and has held leadership positions in the North American Neuromodulation and American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. As a national recognized expert in the treatment of chronic pain, he has lectured regionally, nationally, and internationally in the field of interventional pain medicine and authored numerous publications in this field. He received his BS in chemical engineering from the University of Virginia School of Engineering and his medical degree from Virginia School of Medicine and also his PhD in biophysics from the University of Virginia Graduate School of Arts and Sciences. Just a, an amazing opportunity to connect with Dr. Carraway on some of the game-changing technologies that they're up to at Nevro. Such a pleasure to have you here with us, Dr. Carraway. Thanks for joining. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Saul. Absolutely. So before we, we dive into some of the interesting tech and difference that you guys are making in healthcare, talk to us a little bit about why you do what you do in healthcare. What inspires your work? Well, really good question. I went into pain management for a very specific reason. I treated patients as an anesthesiologist for their perioperative pain, their acute pain. But I would run across patients that really suffered miserably with chronic pain, which is a completely different entity, right? And at the time that I was beginning to contemplate going into the field of treating these patients who suffer so much, the opioid epidemic was beginning to rear its ugly head. And I began to practice in Appalachia, the eastern part of Kentucky, the western part of West Virginia and southern Ohio. And that was the hotbed of opioid abuse. And it was fueled by inappropriate prescriptions in large part then. And I felt there just has to be better ways to treat chronic pain than doling out pills that really don't work and that create all the societal consequences that we see now. So I got very interested in this space of neuromodulation and made that sort of the cornerstone of the work that I did in treating chronic pain. It remains that now that I'm uh, transitioned over to industry. Yeah, you know, it, it's a big issue. And it seems like, you know, we've got the COVID epidemic. It's not going away. And neither is the opioid epidemic. And it just happens to be that a lot of attention has shifted to COVID. But the opioid epidemic is still an issue. Treating pain is still an issue, especially chronic pain. So talk to us a little bit about what you and the team over there at Nevro are doing to add value to the healthcare ecosystem in this regard. Yeah, thanks for that. And you're absolutely right. Um, just as a digression, the opioid epidemic actually blew up during COVID. Yeah, more deaths last year during 2020 than there had been previously. Mm. Now, uh, admittedly, some of this is um, strictly addiction and overdose, largely synthetic opioids like fentanyl, but it's been a big problem. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. But clearly for those patients that have chronic pain, the answer is going to be non-pharmacologic approaches to managing that. So if we talk about value-based therapies, what we want is a therapy that has a very high efficacy rate, a very high responder rate, and a large magnitude of effect without significant adverse events or side effects. And that's reversible. So that's the kind of therapy that spinal cord stimulation, which is the device that we manufacture, provides. So it is a therapy that involves placing a small flexible wire, basically, a little flexible lead that has stimulating electrodes, and we put it into the epidural space. This is the same space that you get when, when ladies go into labor and they get an epidural. That's, that's the same space. So it's very common. 
we put that in there. We do it on a temporary basis, a trial. And if the patient gets a very good response over the several days that the trial ensues, then they're considered a candidate for permanent implant. I say permanent because there's a very small pacemaker-like device that gets hooked underneath the skin to this lead to help control pain. Now, what Nevro did is change the game back in 2015 when we came to the U.S. and got FDA approved. While this therapy has been around for some 40 years, it's all been about masking the pain. It's been about getting tingling, paresthesias, we call them, this sort of tingling, buzzing feeling that you stimulate the spinal cord and you get those tingling feelings from the stimulation in the same areas where you hurt. And then instead of feeling the pain, hopefully you feel this more pleasant sensation, this tingling or buzzing sensation. Neville came to the market, threw that all out uh, and said, you don't need to have the tingling. You don't need to have paresthesias. With the Never device, we operate at a much higher frequency that you don't feel. So what happens is your pain gets better, but you don't have any annoying side effects like the tingling or the buzzing. Nevro brought that nice. to market based on very high level evidence and really sort of disrupted the whole space for the good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you go from still experiencing some of that paresthesia, dysesthesia to not even experiencing anything. That's right. That's fantastic. Would you say that's the key differentiator? That certainly is technically one of the key differences. We're the only one that operates at these very high frequencies of 10,000 hertz. That's certainly around our intellectual property that we carefully protect and make sure that we uh, use. But what I think is the main differentiator overall right now, or one of the main differentiators, is actually what we do around building evidence. We, by far, develop the highest level evidence in multiple studies than any of our very large competitors, in fact. Uh, So we're very proud of that. We came into the market with what's called a full PMA. That's the highest level of rigor from the FDA. We're the only major device company that came into the market with a full PMA, a pivotal trial supporting our entry into the market. And we've continued to do that. We've continued to roll out very high level, we call them level one, randomized controlled trials to support our new indications and our new value add, if you will, therapy. Love it. Yeah, that's very clear. And and so talk to us a little bit about how you've improved outcomes or made business better. You know, certainly there's the payer aspect of it. Is it working? Should we pay for it? Then there's the patient. Whatever whatever angle you want to take on this is great. Yeah, well, you started off with differentiators and how, then you asked about how we improve outcomes. We've got a differentiated outcomes assessment team that mm-hmm. is unlike anything else that's in this space. So let me just talk to you a little bit about that. We call it our HFX Connect and Coach, and there's kind of two parts to it. But when our device goes into a patient, even for the trial, they have a call center that they can call on the phone, and they're assigned what we call a coach. And the coach can pull up all of their information and can help them with their therapy and walk them through programming changes remotely, can help them get the best possible outcomes, and they can call them at any time and get a real-time answer. And these are experts. It's a whole team, and they we assigned the same person to the same practice, so there's continuity of care. Nobody does that. Now, that's in addition to our field-based team that manages the operating room and works with the doctors to do the field-based training. Now, we hook up that coach to something called Connect. Connect is this cloud-based data collection reservoir where we every patient, every time there's an interaction, either our coaches or our field-based team or the doctor, we push that information up to the cloud very securely, very privately held. But that gives us the ability to track outcomes. You were asking outcomes of every single patient. About 80,000 patients right now are in the database. We first interact them through their whole experience with the Nevro HFX system. And we can tell the doctors and the patients uh, what their outcomes are, what kind of benefits they're getting, 
we track medication usage, sleep, and all that for every single patient. That's fantastic. That granular level data. You know, a lot of folks ask questions and there's big topics around, you know, patient reported data. Is the data device reported or is it input by a patient? Yeah, it's both. You know, when you're talking pain, it's almost always subjective data, right? We don't have objective biomarkers of pain. I mean, there just aren't. There's attempts to do that, to look at uh, electrical output of the cord or, you know, different types of biomarkers. And none of those mean a thing in terms of what the patient is experiencing as, as pain. So those are patient reported outcomes that record. On the other hand, the device also collects information, the programming parameters, the amplitudes, how much it's used, you know, if it needs to be recharged, how often that occurs and how long that occurs. So we, we collect both objective and patient reported outcomes to synthesize a report. Yeah. And that's a really great point, right? I mean, this this chronic pain, it is subjective. And how yeah. somebody feels matters. That's right. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting, Saul. A lot of the mechanism of action studies that are done in chronic pain, they do them on rats, right? Before they go mm-hmm. into humans, right? So they take a rat, they put them under anesthesia, they cut a nerve, and then they stimulate them, painfully stimulating the rat, and then measure the reactions of the rat, you know, how fast they withdraw their paw or whatever. So it's an acute, what we call nociceptive model, that is to say, painful inducement acutely on these animals. That has no bearing on the complex psychosocial behavior of chronic pain in humans. Right. So you, you can learn things from these preclinical animal studies. Uh, you can learn some mechanistic issues and some physiology, but it doesn't translate directly into outcomes in pain management. Yeah, well said, well said. Really great point, David. And so as you think about approaches to chronic pain, obviously the, the techniques that you guys have, what are some of the setbacks that you guys have experienced and key learnings that have made you even better because of that? Yeah, you know, when we first came to market, so we had this beautiful new therapy with the best outcomes that ever been seen in the space and actually treating a new indication very effectively, this, this axial back pain that had been poorly treated previously. And so we were very protective of how we, of how we deployed our therapy. We only went to really skillful doctors. We didn't use the whole range of therapies that our platform produces. We really did what we studied in our RCT, our, our pivotal RCT. And it worked great. We quickly, against these giant companies, garnered a significant share of market. But you know what we realized thereafter is that you patients, for the same reasons we just said, that pain is, is complex and it's variable. It's a psychosocial experience. So not everyone responds to HFX, our, to our therapy, even though it's highly effective for most. There's some that don't. So what we did is we broadened our platform and made it much more versatile. We now can perform essentially all the frequencies that are on the market we can deliver out of our IPG. Now, we still use our marquee therapy, HFX, at 10,000 hertz primarily because that's where the evidence is. That's where the best outcomes are. That's where you don't have to deal with those paresthesias, those tingling feelings. But we have this ability to provide all these other waveforms to both so that both the patient and the doctor can have confidence they're not foreclosing any options. Love it. That's a great learning and kudos to you and the team for realizing that and now offering the the spectrum of, of options. Everyone's different and just never know from a physician and the way they like to treat to the patient what works. What are you most excited about today? Oh, I'm really excited about what we call painful diabetic neuropathy. We just got this brand new indication approved at the end of last month, the end of July. So this is a phenomenal step forward for these patients who suffer horribly. So diabetic patients, their hyperglycemia, their high blood sugars lead to nerve damage. And these patients have horrible burning pain in their lower extremities that typically gets worse. And it migrates 
proximally, it migrates up the legs. And there is not really any good treatments. I'm sure everyone's seen on TV, the Lyrica ads, you know, and the burning pain oh, yeah. and all that. Well, those don't work very well. I mean, the best studies on, on them show you have to treat about eight patients to even have one responder. And then there's discontinuation rate because the side effects is very high. So, and spinal cord stimulation had been used on, on this entity, this disease uh, etiology for a while, but the outcomes weren't good. You know, uh, 36% responder rate for nighttime pain. And nighttime pain is the worst for these folks. They walk the floor at night, they're rubbing their feet. They can't even keep their bed clothes on their feet. So we did another, the largest randomized control trial that's been done in this space. We just completed the 12-month point on that. We published in JAMA the six-month data. And just a couple of weeks ago, got an FDA full approval to market this. And that's painful diabetic neuropathy. So I'm really excited about this. There's probably millions of patients that suffer needlessly. And we've got an answer for them. When they go through the medication, we're not saying you should not try the medications. Sure. But the patients who are refractory to that and who fail appropriate medication management, you don't have to go on opioids that won't work anyhow. We've got a therapy that's FDA approved and really highly successful. Wow. Congratulations on that approval. I'm sure it was a arduous road to get there. It never is easy. An indication that, frankly, a lot of people out there could benefit from. I don't remember the number, but I think it was something like 50 million Americans suffer from diabetes. Yeah. And, you know, in certain ethnicities, it's ranging at 50% of people. And it's a growing problem. It's not diminishing. Even though we've got a lot of new drugs and a lot of new approaches, you see them on TV every night. But the problem is still growing. And then, like I say, this diabetic neuropathy occurs in probably 25% of those patients with diabetes. And at least half of those are refractory. So it's millions. So we're excited about it. And not only we demonstrate that it's highly effective, and I mean, like in 90% of cases, we also showed that the majority of patients, ready for this, had some improvement in sensory and motor. Oh, wow. Now, it's early, it's, it's early data, and we've got a lot more work before I'm willing to tell you that it's uh, you know, clear cut that the majority get better, get some better. But it's really tantalizing, this uh, early signal of uh, potentially improving the neurological function in some of these patients. That's really interesting. So I don't know if it does or doesn't, but is, does it contribute to the halting of degeneration of the nerves or... Yeah. Uh, TBD, my friend, we're, okay. we're digging into yeah. it. Our next big RCT yeah. will look very much basically. We're already doing skin biopsies and things like confocal microscopy and other studies to try to understand what's going on. And I think Love probably it. it's multiple mechanisms of actions. Some of these patients got better right away. I mean, uh, yeah. I had some of the study patients tell me, doc, for the first time, I can feel the cold tiles underneath my feet. Okay. I mean, in the morning. That's cool. And that happened within weeks for some patients. And then others, it took many weeks or even months. So I think there's different mechanisms of action in place. So we'll have to sort that all out, but uh, more to follow. Love it. Love it. Well, congrats on this milestone and a lot more to come. This has been truly a pleasure to, to connect with you, David, just to understand the, the amazing work you guys are up to, how different it is. Before we conclude, I'd love if you could just share a closing thought, you know, and where could the listeners get in touch with you, the company, physicians offering these therapies? Let us know more about that and then we could conclude. Yeah, well, the name of the company is Nevro. I'm easy to find, but you can just click on the nevro.com website and you can track me down. My, my name is Caraway. But we have hundreds of reps throughout the, the country that serve as physicians. But on our website at nevro.com, there's also a physician finder. So if you're interested in speaking to your physician, you can click on there and there is routing towards both our, our people. We have a call team that is happy to talk to uh, potential patients within the Nevro organization. You can click your way through that very easily. You can Google us. 
or you can also get to, if you, you have a doctor, ask them. If you've got peripheral neuropathy, now is the time to go to your doctor and say, hey, I want to investigate this HFX. I hear they're FDA approved, and then you can get a referral to one of our doctors that are trained. Fantastic. Well, certainly a phenomenal opportunity, folks. Make sure you check them out, nevro.com. It's an opportunity to, to really take care of your patients in a new way. And if you personally are suffering with pain, an opportunity for you to take care of your own pain. So Dr. Caraway, really appreciate the uh, chance to chat here today and wishing you guys the best here uh, with the release. Okay, thanks very much, Saul. Take care. Thanks for having me.